0: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome into the Monday podcast here on Mazenbrew.com. I am your host, Anthony Broom, here with you flying solo here on a Monday. Uh, Recording Sunday night into Monday, and and now we've had you know about 48 hours or so by the time you hear this, maybe a little, you know, a little over a day to kind of process what we saw in the game against Illinois. We all watched the Penn State Iowa game to kind of get an idea of what Michigan has in store for them on Saturday. I've got a few things written down on um, you know keys to victory, so to speak, and, and things like that. So, uh, we're gonna get into that. It's our Monday pod, so you know we're going to get into your questions as well. Um, Overall, I think that after a second watch of the game, uh, I did watch it on Sunday before the NFL action kicked into high gear uh, alongside the Jameis Winston experience, which is always fascinating. But this is a game where, you know, I know there's always a lot of talk of, oh, well, you know, Michigan doesn't win big games. They don't uh, And then when they win those quote unquote big games, the goalposts get moved on them. Well, this is a big game. You're going to go on the road, play a top 10 team at night in a whiteout atmosphere. College game day is going to be there to this point. There has not been a bigger stage that Michigan football has played on yet. And that we are seven weeks into the year plus fall camp plus spring football I think that you are justified in, in being pessimistic about their chances in this game. And always, you know, when when I've throughout this year, I always I get reviews from you guys and I love the feedback. I always appreciate the feedback. But I get people saying that I'm too negative, that some of the stuff we some of the things we put on the site is too negative. Listen, I'm never not going to be a hundred percent honest with you. And when I'm wrong, I'll eat crow. But I'm not going to sugarcoat things here. The quality of football that Michigan has played through six games is not good enough. It's not. I told you on the reaction pod Saturday, they continue to play like this. They are an eight-win football team. And I'm not going to back down from that until they go out and win a game like the one that's ahead of them this Saturday. And I understand that a win is a win is a win crowd. I understand the, you know, why are you guys so negative? They're five and one guys. I mean, I, I get being a fan and being optimistic. We're optimistic. This is the stretch we've been waiting to see, but I'm not going to sit here and tell you that through six games, you should be confident that this team has what it takes to turn it around that said, do I think I or do I think that Penn State is the seventh best football team in the country uh quite frankly no I do not and this is a big game for them too I think this is a winnable game for Michigan. I'll give you my keys to victory here. But I just want to make thing one thing really clear I want to make it really clear that you're not going to there are so many Michigan blogs out there and we do everything from a fan perspective and I think for the most part the things we say reflect what you feel. But if you're looking for the you know the maize and blue pom-poms and quite frankly lying and and be, being dishonest with you You're not going to get that here. You're just not. Now, with all that said, do I think this is a death march going into Happy Valley this weekend like that 2017 game was? I don't. The Vegas odds are out. Michigan is an eight-point underdog. We know the stats of them being an underdog. They have not won as an underdog with Jim Harbaugh at Michigan one in six against ranked teams on the road, I think is the stat. The one win was Michigan state last year, a garbage Michigan state team. These are the type of games that Jim Harbaugh was brought to Michigan to win. And I don't care if it was Jim Harbaugh, like Brady Hoke needed to win these types of games. Rich Rodriguez needed to win these types of games. Any coach that's at Michigan needs to find a way to win this type of game. Because if you don't, I mean, we're what, we, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? I don't think this is a death march on Saturday. I think that the, the Penn State-Iowa game, and you know, to you guys, I said in the post-game reactions, I needed to watch that game before I knew how I felt about this. Do I feel that Penn State, if I had to pick today, and I won't waver from this throughout the week, will Penn State win this game Saturday? I think they will. Do I think that they will win 42-13 like a couple years ago? No. No, I see this being like a 23-14 type of game. That said, like Michigan keeps talking about this progress that they're seeing hitting their stride. The evidence is there. I'm not going to say it's not there because they see a lot more of themselves than we do. They have practices during the week. But that potential has to be realized starting this week. So I have a few keys to victory for this weekend written down. We'll discuss those. And then what we will do is we'll take a break. I'll answer some of the questions that we got on Twitter. First and foremost, if you're going to go into Penn State, beat a top 10 team, reverse some narratives, all, all that good stuff, mental preparedness. First and foremost, this needs to be a physical week of practice for Michigan. This has to be the best week of practice they've had all year. They will win this game starting Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday. Wednesday. getting off the bus Saturday, everything leading up to the toe meeting leather in that game on Saturday night will determine how this game works out because we've seen this movie before they, they've come on, they, they played these games on the road. They get smacked in the mouth. They look like a deer in the headlights and you know what happens from there. It needs to be sharp in practice this week. It needs to be competitive in practice this week. The turnovers, the miscues, the self inflicted wounds. I mean, that's you get one or two games a year where that kind of stuff is acceptable. We've 17 fumbles on the year is unacceptable. Nine fumbles lost or eight or nine lost on the year, unacceptable. So if we're going to take them at that word that they're hitting their stride, that they're ready to get over this, it starts there. Clean, focused, good game plan. These coaches need to have the best game plan they've had this year. It needs to be executed the best it has. And I know these are all cliches, but that's where they're at right now. I think it can happen because I think, I do think this is a good coaching staff. And I do think that this is a good roster. A very talented roster. Especially offensively. It's time to figure it out. Period. So mental preparedness, the preparation all week, that's going to be it. That will be it, Chief, so to speak. Play a clean football game. You're going to have to win that turnover battle. Uh, Penn State, for as good as they've been, um, they're only plus three in the turnover department on the year. Michigan's minus one. I don't think it's a hot take to say you go on the road, you first force a couple turnovers and you make them pay for their mistakes and don't make mistakes of your own. You're going to be in good shape. Sean Clifford's a good quarterback. I know we kind of made fun of him for um you know Tommy Stevens transferring out, who's going to play quarterback there. Sean Clifford's played really well. Do I think he's great? No. 12 of 24. Completed half of his passes uh, this this past weekend, just like Shea Patterson. I'm probably going to be spying him. I'm spying him this weekend because he can't hurt you with his legs. 52 yards rushing on Saturday against Iowa. 33 against Purdue. 54 against Maryland. 51 against Buffalo. 57 against Idaho. This guy can pop a run here and there. I'm spying him. I look at this backfield. You know, the, it's kind of a backfield by committee. Noah Kane has kind of, has been the lead guy, but you're, if you're able to slow him down, push them around a little bit up front, I think they're going to be okay defensively in this game. Now, the guy that I worry about is a guy, a like KJ Hamler, shorter guy shiftier guy someone who I think we talk about these crossing routes that have, have kind of gobbled Michigan up at times that's a guy who can do some damage there over the middle of the field so KJ Hamler I mean that's he's a local guy Detroit area kid that's a guy I'm that's a guy you have to worry about on Saturday I think you can throw the ball on this team a little bit you know, you go through the box score here of the Iowa game on Saturday. And we know Iowa's passing. It's Nate Stanley's a good quarterback. But TJ Hawkinson and Noah Fan aren't walking through that. Uh, it's lagging here for me. Okay, uh, Iowa receivers had receptions of 33 yards, 36 yards, 18 yards, 25 yards against this Penn State defense. Brandon Smith, seven catches, 86 yards. Emir Smith-Marset, five catches, 72 yards. Nico Re- Regani, I think that's how you say that, seven catches, 55 yards. <clears throat> I think you can rack up some passing yards on this team a little bit. Michigan has as good a corpse of wide receivers as, as you'll see all year, as Penn State will see all year, outside of maybe Ohio State. Use them, target them. These, you know, you go through, and I know there's a lot of targets to go around, especially, you know, a guy like Ronnie Bell playing as well as he is. But when you go through these box scores and you see the trio of DPJ, Nico Collins, Tariq Black, they might have eight targets between the three of them. That's a problem. Get them involved. I think you can, I think there's an opportunity here. I really do. And quite frankly, I'll say it. I think that Jim Harbaugh is three and one against Penn State. I mean, if you are asking me who, which coach I need to win a big game, I guess I guess you have to take James Franklin. But I am not going to. I think that Jim Harbaugh is a better coach than James Franklin is. I do. Maybe I am a dummy. Maybe I am an idiot. Depending on the day, I'm either a Harbaugh hater or a Harbaugh defender. You you Choose your own adventure. I don't care. So that's kind of how I view this Penn State matchup early in the week. So what we're going to do here, uh, we're going to take a quick break, uh, answer some of your questions, and then we'll be right back here on the Monday podcast. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we are back here on the Monday podcast here on AmazonBrew.com. Anthony Broom, Team Site Producer, Managing Editor, uh taking you through this uh adventure here. And I'm gonna get into your Twitter questions now. You know that Sunday night we go to we go to uh you guys. Get get kind of what your state of mind is going into the game on Saturday. And uh, you know it's I think that people are about as I'm going to be interested in seeing what the fan Paul state looks like this week. It will be very interesting to see where this fan base is at right now. So this one's from our guy TJ. He says, lack of overall mental state is a question to me. The talent is there, but the lackluster drops and focus is alarming. Are they putting, are they patting backs and creating the quote unquote family atmosphere a little too much? Everyone is just too comfy with the results, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, it is. Um, I'll be honest, at times it feels a little country clubby around there. I'd like to see. you know, I, I'm not going to get into semantics and, and what Jim Harbaugh says publicly, because I, I don't not that he's a liar, but I don't always think. It's reflective of how he actually feels. But instead of saying, you know, I, I see evidence we're hitting our stride, but I like to hear, hey, we strive to be better in all areas. Yeah, I'd like to see that a little more. I'd like to hear that a little more. I know people – we put too much into what we get out of these press conferences and things like that. But I, I don't get the I, – I don't get the feeling that this team isn't fully satisfied with their performances. It kind of just feels like, hey, you know – um, yeah, it's fine. We struggled today, but uh, we're confident we'll go out and get him next time. The sort of lax attitude in, in a really important year for really everyone, everyone on this roster. Shea Patterson came back this year to get himself into the NFL. Jim Harbaugh is, you know, we, we know the demons that they're trying to beat off there. Well, that came out wrong. <laughs> we know what the narratives are. So that it's a little too lax is, yeah, I, that, like I said, we, I, I'd be more than happy to eat crow this time next week. And then two weeks after that, when they play Notre Dame, because right now, I mean, it's, I, I honestly feel like when I watch this team and then I listen, I go down there I listen to what players have to say. I listen to what coaches have to say. I feel, I feel like I'm missing something. Did you got, did you guys go see Joker? when it came out like the in the last few weeks, that movie had a way of, as you watch it, you start questioning your own sanity along the way. What's real? What's fantasy? I feel that way when I listen to this team and I watch them play. I don't know what's real. I don't know what is an, an aberration or not. I don't know what can be fixed or not. So pardon me if at times I, I don't have this expert analysis to share. All I can go by is what our eyeballs see. And what my eyeballs see is a team that is, you know, maybe going to win eight or nine games this year, which is not, which is not what any of us signed up for or expected. So I'd love to be proven wrong. I'd love for their, I don't know if this, after everything we've seen, I don't know if there's a switch to be flipped, but if they're going to flip it, now is the time, right? So thanks for the question, TJ. Uh, this one's from Toby. He asked, would you take Penn State minus eight right now? I would. And to be honest with you, uh, I I think I think that line will probably come down to maybe six, six and a half by the end of the week. But I'll be honest. I mean, if it opened at 11 or 12, I probably kind of still would be comfortable taking that. I got to see it. And you know, there, there's you can be optimistic. I think that my... When you look at what I, I said for keys to victory, I think that those were fairly optimistic observations, but you can be optimistic and still be realistic about what your eyeballs see. I don't know if this team is ready yet. Again, we'll see though. But yeah, I would take them to my minus eight. Uh, this one's from Pat. Sorry, Pat. I can't pronounce your last name. It's a, been a long Sunday. On the reaction pod, you said you needed to see Penn State versus Iowa. They rushed and passed for less per attempt than Michigan did against Iowa. If they take care of the football, why why can't they win this? Excuse me. Why can't they win this game? Their offense has struggled in two games. Um, Bryce played versus competent defenses. Um, it, I mean, it's the between the ear stuff. When you ask why can't they win this game? I don't know if they are mentally prepared enough or will be to win this game. Can they win this game? Yeah, absolutely. They absolutely can win this game. But is that atmosphere going to be too much for them? Is the big moment going to be too much for them? If they take care of the... A lot of times this year, I've said, like, it can be as simple as just taking care of the football and give yourself a chance. They've done a better job of that since Wisconsin. But they're still leaving a lot on the field. So that's why, if you're asking me why can't they win this game, that would be why. Because they can't stay out of their own way. Everything looks good on paper until until that toe meets leather. I need to see a team that comes out and starts quick and and, and plays fired up. None of this tentative stuff. None of this scared stuff. Next question here is from Nick Guerrero. He says, how much of the playbook have they held back? And if any, do we think we can execute if we quote unquote open it up? I don't think they're opening up the playbook. I actually think the playbook might be a little bit too open. I'm not a big fan of some of these play designs. I mean, you go, you go back and you watch the tape, you watch the film there are at the end of some of these routes, you've got wide receivers and tight ends within like three or with like three guys within five yards of each other. I know that if that's the play design, it's baffling. If anything, I think maybe they should dial it back a bit, but it just doesn't, it doesn't seem like, and maybe they're playing pop. Maybe this is all the big con. They've been playing possum for six weeks. And you're gonna see the real offense starting this weekend. I would love for that to be the case. But they almost lost against Army and they got trucked at Wisconsin. And if they if that was because they were holding the offense back, that's foolish. Find what you do and do it well. There should there should be no reason they can't scheme up a way for you know, a bubble screen where you get Donovan Peoples Jones the football. Um, you know, quick slants, Ronnie Bell and the quick slant, that should be a staple of your offense. You talk about speed and space, that's your speed and space guy. Former basketball player, a guy a fast bright guy, that's it right there, folks. So I don't know if the playbook has been closed, but I think that they should maybe dial it back and simplify things a bit. They made the right move going to a a new offense. They really did. But the execution of it, the leadership of it, uh, has left a lot to be desired. I still think Jim Harbaugh made the right move there, but did he he pick the right guy? I don't know yet. So this last one here is from Tristan Hoff. Thank you for the question, uh, Tristan. He says, is this still considered a big game if Michigan wins? Hell yeah, it is. You go on the road, you beat a, the 7th ranked team in the country on the road in that atmosphere. Hell yeah it is. I've been saying it all along. You come out of that Wisconsin game and you won what you know, we talk about when do we talk about this team maybe figuring it out? So you had to win those 3 games coming out of the Wisconsin game and then go to Penn State and win before we start having that conversation. Cuz you can afford to lose to Notre Dame, but I think you have to be competitive. You go win this game Saturday, like this. You win this game Saturday. That is the biggest win of the Jim Harbaugh era so far, by far. I don't even think it's close. So you, hell yeah, it's a big game. Hell yes, it is. All right, a little bit of a shorter pod today, but uh, hey, it's just me on a Sunday night. So um, yeah, that's that's the early look at Penn State. Like I said, I think this is a winnable game. Um, it's not a death march like like people seem to think it is. What happened against Illinois in a, in a lot of ways was inexcusable, but I think it was lack of focus. And I, I do think when this team is locked in, especially defensively, like they pack a defense on Saturday, they're gonna be in that game till the end. And you can't ask those guys to do too much. This offense, everyone's gotta have the best week they've had all year. And we're gonna see what they've what they're made of. I'm I'm ex I'm excited for this game this weekend because we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out if we're if we're crazy or not for saying what we've said for our takeaways. You gotta go out and find a way to win this game. I've been Anthony Broom. You can follow me on Twitter at Anthony T Broom. Follow the website at Maze and Brew on Twitter. Like us on Instagram, like us on Facebook. You can get Amazing Brew Podcast wherever you get your shows. Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher. We're always on the website. Be back tomorrow with a new episode of Brewcast. Thanks for listening, and we will talk again soon.